Thank you for tuning in to the Alliance Blog Podcast. This is From the Vault, a presentation of Alliance-Wrestling.com, your number one source for news and information for the National Wrestling Alliance and the United Wrestling Network. My name is Jay Cow, and I've been podcasting on the entirety of the National Wrestling Alliance since 2008. In that time, I have interviewed many guests. This series of podcasts are literally the interviews I have conducted over the years that have been stashed away in my vault. Typically, I try to post these podcasts when something relevant has taken place, um, but this week is a little bit different. This episode, I dedicate to one of my favorite tag teams, TMDK, the Mighty Don't Kneel. The tag team started off with Mikey Nichols and Shane Haste. Eventually, TMDK became a stable in uh, Australia, but that's besides the point. Long before the duo became a tag team, um, EPW Explosive Pro Wrestling and the NWA had to begin a working relationship. Now, that relationship started when Hartley Jackson and Nichols would venture from Australia to train and work with the wrestling promotions affiliated with David Marquez. It was through the NWA Dave Marquez got set up with uh, Hartley Jackson and, and Mikey Nichols, and a working agreement was reached. EPW talents would travel to the United States as part of this work program with the NWA. And talents like Bobby Marshall, Ferguson Block, As Vergara, Chris Weiss, uh, all would come stateside, uh, wrestling for the Inoki Dojo, the Alternative Wrestling Show, and the Empire Wrestling Federation. By 2007, more talents would come stateside, including Damian Slater and Cameron Wallace. This list would continue to grow with the likes of Shane Haste, Alex Kingston, Dan Moore, and, well, just a whole lot more. They'd continue to work with the NWA promoters, but would grow to work in non-affiliated promotions as well, like New Wave Pro Wrestling and the much critically acclaimed Pro Wrestling Guerrilla. But the two standouts of this group were Nichols and Haste. That pairing... Uh, was was brought together in Perth, Australia, where they got their starts. They would win the EPW Tag Team Champions on November 7, 2009, and they'd hold those titles for nearly a year. But from Perth, the duo would travel to the United States and start working all across the country, most notably from Impact and Ring of Honor, World Legion Wrestling, and Ohio Valley. But it was their time at Harley Races Camp that they were spotted by scouts for Pro Wrestling Noah. And the duo would go on to wrestle pretty much exclusively for Pro Wrestling Noah from about 2012 till roughly the time that they signed with the WWE, which, you know, I mean, that was basically, uh, as I'm looking through my notes here, uh, that was basically uh, up to about 2015, 2016. So TMDK, Mikey Nichols, Shane Haste, uh, I, I had an opportunity to speak to them. In fact, I had two opportunities to speak to them. Once in February of 2012 and again in, uh, in, in I believe it was April of 2012. Um, just before they got signed exclusively to Pro Wrestling Noah. Um, I, I put the interviews together here for your listening pleasure. As well as a cameo by Johnny Yuma. And I will admit that if you are offended by harsh language that this might not be the podcast to listen to. But I hope you will sit by and uh, listen in to this interview that I did with TMDK back in 2012, right after this message.
Okay, this is Jake Cal. We're here at the Glendale Studios for NWA Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. I'm being joined by two international superstars, TMDK, Shane Haste, Mikey Nichols. Welcome. How are you guys doing? Not too bad, man. Not too bad. Doing good. It's a nice, lovely day, and it's uh, pretty good indoors as well. So, you guys have wrestled all over the world, cut your teeth in EPW in Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of our uh, fans remember you guys uh, coming over to the States time from time. Uh, being back in the States, how does that feel? It's always good to be back over man. This is where, I don't, not, obviously not where we started, but I mean, I like to feel this is where I made the most improvement as far as my wrestling goes. So it's always good to be back. Good to see old friends I haven't seen for a while and everything, so it's really good. Yeah, it's been a while, especially back in uh, uh, California side. Um, that we've actually been back and had a show for, and it's good to see all the guys. And we did spend a lot of our uh, growing period here, so it is nice to be back. And hopefully, uh, this trip in America, we get to grow some more. Cool. Now, a lot of uh, a lot of guys have, uh, who watch you in, in Japan have seen you in Noah, and uh, obviously, there's a big difference wrestling in the United States and wrestling in Australia mm-hmm. to wrestling in, in Japan and Noah, one of the top uh, promotions in that country. How how does that feel to wrestle there and and what kind of impact has that had on your guys' career? Um, I think it just it's a lot bigger over there. Um, there's a lot more. It's a different atmosphere, a different feel. Um, it's treated with a lot more respect, and uh, you're wrestling in front of big crowds that really care about you. They care that you're there, and um, I think it just helps with the confidence. Um, yeah, your confidence in the ring, and really uh, is a real test of your ability. Yeah, I like to think that you learn something everywhere you go. I mean, going from we've had, I've uh, been pretty lucky. We've had the opportunity to wrestling pretty extensively in three different countries now so I mean wrestling in Japan the differences are it's, uh, you almost couldn't even put into words the differences there's so many differences but at the same time at the heart of it all it's all the same wrestling everywhere now the last time you guys uh, wrestled uh, for a long bit of time here in the United States Mikey you were chasing the uh, EWF America's champion Shane you had a shot at Adam Pierce in the NWA World Heavyweight Championship now that you're here again, what are you guys' uh, hopes and dreams? What are you looking to do? Um, we're just going to try work different places that we haven't been. Um, maybe head over the East Coast, see what we got over there. Um, we have friends over there now. So it's a lot of just seeing the country as well. We're going to go for a bit of a drive and see a bit. Usually when we come, we just stay in Cali, stay in LA. And so you don't get to see much of the country. And um, so we're just going to go around and hopefully you'll see our names popping up in a lot of different places. The, uh, the good thing is Shane and myself have been over here, we've mostly done single stuff, so it's good to be over here as a team now and try and accomplish a lot of team stuff, because uh, in EWF I had uh, quite a lot of success there, I held the American title and um, Shane obviously had different opportunities, he had a shot at the world's title and uh, a couple of different things, so it's just good to be as a team and just to accomplish different things and wrestle different people and just be put in different situations, I think it's, it's good to, for us to grow as performers and also I mean, it makes it a lot more fun. Yeah. Cool. So, if someone wanted to follow you guys on Facebook or on Twitter, what would be the best way to do it? Uh, internet, I'd say. <laughs> Start on your computers, sure. look up the internet. I think individually is probably the best way. We've got a, um, a TMDK uh, page on Facebook, but uh, it's probably easier to get to that through either um, Shane mine or Hayes. Shane's Facebook. Yeah. Mine's just facebook.com slash Mikey Nichols. And mine's the same sort of thing, but with Shane Haste and no Mikey Nichols. <laughs> and Twitter's the same thing, uh, yep. Mikey Nichols. I keep... I, try to keep the uh, TMDK page as update as I can know it, for even for the fans in uh, Australia, uh, to let people know what's going on over there as well. So cool. yeah, well, you can stay pretty well informed, you can message us, and we're pretty responsive, I'd like to think. Yeah. Now, if someone wanted to get one of those cool TMDK shirts, how do they go about uh, doing it? Just hit it? us up, um, 
But well, anyway, hit us up via uh, probably via Facebook. We're trying to set up online stuff now, but we do have a way of doing it. It's just kind of a backwards way. But just yeah. hit us up. We're and pretty we'll, good. Uh, we'll I said the, the best way is to come to the shows. So yeah. whenever you see, look us up, see where we're going to be, and be at the shows. Cool. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks man. Okay, this is Jay Cow with TMDK International. We're here at the Glendale Studios before the uh, next episode of the NWA Championship Wrestling from Hollywood goes and tapes. Um, guys, you know, last time we spoke, you told me uh, you're looking to travel a little bit, see the East Coast a little bit, and here you guys are. We see you in TNA Wrestling. We see you in Ring of Honor. We are not going to deport them. They're now our new national treasure. Uh, we see you guys. Yeah, Nicholas Cage is looking for us. <laughs> That was good. That was yeah, real good. People couldn't see my pointy fingers. It's audio. Yeah, that's a shame too, right? <laughs> so you guys, uh, again, showed up on the East Coast, working dates with TNA. You're working dates in Ohio Valley. Working dates with the Ring of Honor. Uh, was this the plan? Yeah, I mean the plan obviously was just to try and get as much wrestling as we could, whenever we could really. And, um, <laughs> How about we walk over here just a little bit? Okay. Oh, is that what this is? Let me ruin this. Is this for J. Cal the Alliance blog? Yes. You're here with TMDK? Yes. You know that that does not stand for the Mighty Don't Kneel? I thought it was... It's Team Murder Death Kill. Don't let them tell you otherwise. That's what I thought, too. All those guys in Noah with those cool, serious names. These guys try and get all cool and serious and... Strong style. Uh-uh. It's funny because, like, they said to us, like, oh, I don't think we can use that name. This is, like, when we weren't even going to use it. And then Sagira comes out wearing a shirt that says fucking bad bulls on the back. And I'm like, uh, you know, that's pretty offensive, too. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm the fucking bad bull now. Uh-huh. That's my name now. Johnny Yuma, the fucking bad bull. The fucking bad mini bull. <laughs> mini bull. The calf, the angry calf. That's me, the angry calf, Johnny Yuma. <laughs> that's good stuff. <laughs> Um, we're, we're keeping the tape rolling, so that's cool, man. This will be fun. Yeah, we were um, obviously we were trying to just wrestle as much as we could. It actually worked out really well for us, um, timing-wise, how everything happened. Um, and I mean, we couldn't really last for more. We were wrestling almost every weekend, and then during the week as well, a lot of times. So I don't know. I guess we <laughs> did exactly what we set out to do. So, so just it's a thing of putting yourself in the right position and putting yourself out there. Um, of course, we had to travel a lot. For it, but it obviously paid off in the end, and um, yeah, just you just got to make sure you're in that right place at the right time. And we happen to have a bit of that kind of luck on our side. It's kind of in the story of uh, everything we've done in wrestling so far together, anyway, as a team. Right. We've been in the right place at the right time. Um, and yeah, same thing for this as well, because um, everything sort of fed into the other. So we did the Ring of Honor stuff in Cincinnati, and then because um, we we're in the area, we did the OVW stuff, and then that carried itself over into TNA stuff. So it's just been a matter of progression from there, really. Yeah, yeah, a lot of just, and then it all just happened to work out in the right path as well. Because obviously we did the TNA stuff. Then a few uh, that weekend we had the Ring of Honor Ring show Honor. in Fort Lauderdale. So it's just a drive down yeah. the road. And then you guys were in Vegas, uh, what Friday night? Yeah, yep. So that was on our way back too. So, so you're hitting up every stop. single uh, major wrestling promotion in Southern California, yeah, trying in the United can. States. Yeah. yeah, trying to get. We're on TV across the country, so that's pretty cool. That's I think. pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, it worked out pretty good because the, the tapings we did here um, when we first got here, they aired around the same time as um, 
the OVW ones over there. So right. it was yeah, in the week we're on both sides of the country. And in, in about a two-month period, you guys have been on iPay-Per-View, you've been on national wrestling yeah. programs, you've been on, on local markets like here and, and out there, and so it's pretty awesome. Um, let's see, when, when you guys uh, got to Ring of Honor and you won the qualification match uh, to, to take on the Briscoe brothers, uh, you know, the Briscoe brothers are, a lot of people consider one of the toughest tag teams in the U.S. and uh, certainly one of the most... Uh, Kind of rough guys in the ring. Yeah. How was it facing those two guys? Uh, they're pretty full on. Yeah, it's it's non-stop with them. So a lot of it, like, is us holding them, holding them down, like, <laughs> up, moving, <laughs> having to give them a few shots. They definitely give the shots back. It's, it was good. Like, um, yes, yeah, they're great guys. They're great guys to work with. Um, they're fun guys. I think we have very good chemistry with them, and we're both, I think, similar style of team where we just like to go out and fight. Yeah. I think uh, it's definitely a reason why um, people say all, that, all those things about them. They, they definitely live up to you know everything that people have said, and they were great when we wrestled them. I think we had a, pretty, a fairly decent match considering what we uh, you know, the, the time and it would have been great to have a bit more time and put a bit more. But I mean, I think it worked out great, and yeah. Like Will you guys be heading back to uh, to Ring of Honor? Hopefully, one day. Yeah, one we've, day. We've got. Um, some stuff lined up in Japan for okay. the next couple of months. So we got after that's done, it's, it's who knows? We kind of just yeah. we kind of wing it, wing we'll it. See what yeah. happens. So after tonight, then uh, where where are folks going to be able to see you next, or is it straight to Japan? Uh, I know I know you're working a show locally, the uh, Pro Wrestling Coalition. Coalition so that's next uh, the 14th. So yeah. that, I think that's a Friday. Six days yep. away, a Saturday. Yep. So, so that'll be the next one we're on, and then after that, yeah. probably going to see us for a while because we're going to yeah be in Japan for three months after that. Okay. Yeah. So that you'll be uh probably be able to find that online for a little bit until it all gets taken down again. Yeah, and then hopefully back out here. It's like saying it's all kind of just waiting to hear back from people, play it all by ear. Uh, yeah, so. One of the uh, the main things that we wanted to get out of the trip as well was basically going where the wrestling was, right. wherever that necessarily took us. And it gave us a good chance to see uh, a lot of the different parts of the country and how obviously wrestling is different everywhere you go. Right. And it gave us a great opportunity to see and kind of you know, get a better idea of where wrestling is and where's a good place to be. So now it's just a matter of, I guess, figuring out how everything's going to work out. And yeah, staying out here. Yeah. Now let me ask you guys one last question, and it's going to be about Australia. Obviously, you're both uh, got your starts in EPW in Perth. Yeah. Um, now there's uh, an, also a new NWA member in Perth, the Warzone Wrestling, which I believe is in Victoria. That's, yeah. It's in Melbourne. Other, yeah. Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah. Okay. Victoria. Yeah. Okay. Other side of the country. Yeah. And then there's also an Adelaide, uh, no longer NWA affiliate, but uh, zero, zero one. one. Yeah. When you guys do get an opportunity to go back home, because it seems like you're on the road an awful lot, mm-hmm. is there plans to to pick up where you left off in Australia, or is it just when you go home it's going to be for rest and relaxation? Um, work. <laughs> usually, it, usually it's a uh, matter of going home and like not really rest and relaxation, but I mean. I don't know, because if we can get over to the other side of the country to work them, then that's great. But I mean, we're right. not necessarily glad about way to, yeah, to get over there. Because yeah. there's there's still a lot of wrestling happening in Perth. And I mean, there's the um, EPW school there. So there's always a ring around to right. train in and roll around in. So yeah, there's never a lack of wrestling. And um, this time, especially when we go home, we're only home for a week, I think. A week, yeah. So there's not going to be anything going on there. Yeah, Maybe so that, go down, have a roll around, eat, yeah, see so people. It, d- it really depends yeah. on how much time we spend there at a time if we're there for an extended period of time definitely looking to get around more it's definitely uh, APW seems to be doing 
uh, had a bit of a change up at the moment and they're doing a lot more shows. Yeah. So even if we are home for only for a couple of months now, that might be two or three shows getting in. So I like that, that'll be great because I, you know, I love wrestling at home and great company, a lot of new guys coming through. It's the thing, the thing about all Australian wrestling because I, don't know, I haven't really been wrestling there that much for right. a few years and there's a whole new crop of people coming through now and it's it's one of the things I wouldn't mind getting over to the different sides of the country just to see what the guys are like over there now. Um, it just seems to be a whole new crop of people coming through with a whole different, I don't know, a whole different take on everything. It seems like things are going really well in Australia and everywhere. Let me ask you just one last question. I know I said it was the last one, but <laughs> you know, you talk about the, some of the old talent that's there and some of the new talent. Yeah. Are there any faces who are in Australia now that you think should follow you guys over here, follow the same kind of path that you've taken? It depends if we make it successful. I, I don't want to tell someone to come take my spot. So. Sure. <laughs> Fair enough. No, I think uh, the way that I always looked at wrestling, uh, the more you can get yourself out and around and experience different places to wrestle, it's only going to benefit yeah. you as a performer. And even when we first started, um, like, let's say know, five or six years ago when I first started coming over to the States, it was always just a matter of you're completely out of your comfort zone. It's a matter of adjusting to the different things. So what, like, anyone in Australia looking to yeah. Do something like that. There's always, especially in California, there's always places to rest. There's always somewhere to rest. Somewhere yeah. to train, somewhere to wrestle great guys, people who are going to look after you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, everyone in Australia who wants to get better at wrestling and actually cares about what they're doing, yeah, take the trip, come to America. Yeah. That's why great times. Yeah. Good holiday, there's always stuff to do, people look after you. Yeah. Pretty decent weather, right? Yeah, yeah. It's great weather. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's actually getting sunburnt right now, I think. <laughs> All right, well, hey, that, that'll end it. Thanks.